Atlanta, you're listening to the Abby Nights Morning Show, the number one party show in the city. What's up, everybody? And we're back with one of my favorite people in music, Tyler Allen. How you been? I'm great. How about you, Abby? It's good to see you again. Good to see you, too. We haven't talked in like a year, like actually done like an interview since the last time we chatted. Um, Mm -hmm. I know there's been a lot going on for everybody that's not familiar with you. You had a crazy viral moment. Uh, Was it in 2020? I think it was. Yeah, it was. And you I mean, you put up the post and literally it was like overnight. It went crazy, super viral. It was everywhere. And all of a sudden, people are like, who is this guy? Beyonce's mom was reposting you. You were all over all the top news sites. And the amount of humility that you have is insane. So music runs in your family, right? Yes, it actually does. Um, Me, my sister, my great aunt, um, on my dad's side, uh, my grandmother, my cousins, you know, so it's, 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 it's a lot of singing people. A lot of singing people. And I can hear that in what you mm-hmm. do, too. Why, yeah. of all things, why has music become such an important part of your journey? I mean, because you, you really could be doing a million other things. Yeah. Uh, music uh, is just my passion. It's something I love to do, something that I've always wanted to do. And, um, Something that I've always been good at, you know, so, you know, a lot of people, have, of course, I have different other things that I do, but, you know, music is my main avenue right now, so. Yeah, and you're so gifted, too, which, what a blessing <laughs> it is for the rest of us to be able to hear you. Um, there's also been a lot going on. We definitely, we need to talk, Tyler, you got married. Yes, I am married. He's a married man. <laughs> yes, like round of applause. Yeah. Yes. What does it feel like yes, being I a do. married man? Is it different? Did it change anything for you guys? It, it, uh, I mean, yeah, we live together now, but I mean, uh, <laughs> the love we have for each other is insane. And even on days like today, um, I just just get happy at the thought of I'm going home, I'm going to my wife, my wife can cook, you know, my wife can live, we're gonna watch Scandal together. You know, we, <laughs> we've been on this thing now where we started Scandal all the way over mm-hmm. just to watch it. Cause we saw it on TikTok and I was like, girl, I forgot how good this show was. And so we're on season four. Now we've been every night, we watch it every night in the living room and then we'll go from the living room to the bedroom. So it's amazing. I love, she's like my best friend. Seriously. Oh, Seriously. I love yeah. that. So you guys yeah. have a little bonding time. Olivia Pope is nothing oh, to play yeah. with, by the way. If you guys don't know nothing, about scandal, <laughs> she, gets it, she gets it in. It gets the job Listen. done. <laughs> mm. So that's what married life has been like for you? Getting to experience mm-hmm. life with your best friend. That's so yes, amazing. Traveling together. We traveled together. We went to... Uh, New York, Buffalo, New York for uh, New Year's. And we, that was our first time either one of us was in snow. So I, cause we're from the South in Mobile, you don't snow down here. And so uh, I freaked out. I was outside, oh, I was out there just <laughs> screaming. We took pictures and everything. So people was like, 
Oh my God, look at y'all pictures. My iPhone. <laughs> and that iPhone picture. is crazy. It looks like a professional yeah, camera. Mm-hmm. It's so good. That's why I love it. <laughs> Did you yeah. make any snow angels? Yeah, no, we didn't get that far. You know, she didn't want to go too crazy, but you know me, I tried. I was going to. But she was like, Yeah, no, you're not no. We're not doing all that. You're doing too much right now. Right. 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 I love that so much. So Valentine's Day just passed last month. What'd you guys do for Valentine's Day? Anything special? So for Valentine's Day, I did uh one of our one of the rooms in our houses, I turned it into like a love room. So I decorated the okay, homes girl. and I made a big, I had this big old basket made for her. Um, mm-hmm. I had the table set with um, glasses uh, with different hearts on it and chocolate and a big old card and a big old teddy bear and all that good stuff. It was, it was a, just say it was a long night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> so is it safe to say there might be some kids in the near future, possibly? There might be some children <laughs> coming because of that day. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Come yeah. on, married life. So it's been, That's it's right. been amazing. You're glowing. So life is mm-hmm. good. Things have been great. Yes. So, and yeah. I love seeing the videos of you and your wife, by the way. I see you guys oh, doing man, your thing on, you. on TikTok and social media. And sometimes she's like, you you doing too much. Camera will be all of up course, in her face and she'll time. be like, no, no. This, yes. this is not the moment. But she, she gets you she's, back, the calm, she's the calm side of me. She keeps me balanced, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you could tell that you you could see how you guys are best friends. Because I can tell sometimes you, you kind of get under her skin a little bit. And yes, like, Lord. Funny. I asked her the other. <laughs> I asked her the other day. I said, "What?" It was a question they asked us. We did a Q and A video, and so one of the questions was, "What makes you man?" And she said, "Tired, looking at I said, "Well, dog." Well, dang. I said, "Golly." Put me on blast. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, I know, but though. That's the that's the best part of. Here's the thing. Everybody thinks a relationship is supposed to be just perfect. Like Stefford yeah. wives, you just show up, everybody's happy. But the beautiful part about a relationship is all those moments, you know, having the little things where she's like, he gets on my last nerve. But if you go on a trip yes. for like three or four days, she's going to be like, man, I miss him getting on my nerves. You listen, know? it's listen. one of those things. I went, <laughs> yes, that's, that's, I, if I go out the house for an hour, she'll call me, where you at? You just said I was working, on, I miss you. I miss, you don't know what you want to do. <laughs> I'm telling you, wow, that's, that's the best part. Life. So beautiful. Yeah. I'm so happy for you, Tyler. It really is. Thank like, you. I remember reaching out to you, and you know, and you were explaining to me about the craziness of having to deal with the public and your following just kind of like growing exponentially overnight. You had people mm-hmm. like Drake that followed you and a whole bunch of celebrities. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. Um, yes. And to see the growth that you've had, you know, over like the last year and a half. I definitely wanted to, you know, if you feel comfortable talking about it, talk about what this last year has been like, because so many people will go to Instagram and I I don't understand. It blows my mind how people feel like Instagram is what defines your life. But the thing about you is you've taken Instagram and you've tried to make it a platform of teachable moments, real life moments where you show that you're just a human being, which I think a lot of people forget about. Okay. Um, 
So let's, you had a loss in the family and then you ended up being in the hospital. So let's backtrack a little bit about both of those things, how everything took place and and how you felt in the midst of that. Um, Of course, you know, I don't, I can share it now. Um, So of course, and, and, and excuse me, I get emotional about it still. I can feel it coming out, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so in this this coming April coming up is the one year anniversary of my uh, nephew and his mom. So April, I believe it's the 14th. I believe it's the 14th. I could be wrong, but I know it's in April. Uh, April this time last year, I had just met Bible study on my way home. And I went live on Instagram and I was doing what I used to do when I went by with Grand Island, I would do this thing called showing your talent. And so I had people coming in and showing me their talent and stuff. And I got off and my brothers, my younger brother, who's the father of the child, his pastor called me and I was like, well, that's weird. His pastor will never call me. So I didn't answer him. And so I went inside my dorm room because I was at college at this time. I'm sitting in my bed and he calls me again. I said, and, and it's like the spirit spoke to me and said, you need to call him back. And I did. And he said, hey, how you doing? I said, how you doing? Apostle Williams, he said, you haven't heard the news? I said, no. I said, what news? He was like, no, and Ariel are gone. They're, they're dead. And I said, what? 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 And I, immediately my mind was, where's training? Where's training? And I hear my brother on the phone screaming to the top of his lungs. And I remember I jumped out the bed. I ran downstairs. I was on the third floor at that time. Jumped, ran down the stairs, jumped in my car, and I just drove from Sarahan, which is about 10 minutes from where we were living at the time, to my house. I'm on the phone with my fiance at the time. I'm calling my friends. I can't even talk. All I'm saying is, they, they, Noah, Noah, they say Noah's gone. And I, I mean, just, I'm thinking it's a dream, bro. And I get to the house, none of my siblings are there. So I'm the first one to get there. And my mom was there, my uncle was there, my aunt was there. And I hear my baby brother, one of my siblings was there, rather. My baby brother, the baby was crying. I ran upstairs, I grabbed him. And I remember I just rocked him, and he was just crying and screaming, just like, no, he just kept calling Noah's name. And I just rocked him, and I was just like, it's going to be okay, but really, you know, it wasn't okay. It's mm-hmm. not okay. What do you tell a eight-year-old that his nephew, you know, is dead? You know, Noah was one. He had just started walking. We would keep Noah all the time. So we had just saw him, you know. Um, and, yeah, that was just, it was just the hardest thing to, to, to get through. Uh, I can't even imagine. I'm so sorry for your loss because I know how close yeah. you were with him. I remember you always talking about him and you know how much yeah. you admired him. He had such a bright spirit about him. He was always happy, always smiling. And always, always. It's so important to yeah. cherish every moment because you really never know what tomorrow brings. Never. I feel like we all get so wrapped up in the day to day that we forget to really try to be present and make the most of every moment because we're like, we'll get to it tomorrow. You know, I'll call so-and-so yeah. tomorrow. I'll go yeah. see my family tomorrow. And you just never know what can happen. So I'm so incredibly sorry that you and your family had oh, to go man. through that. Thank you. 
Yeah, it's it's been tough. It's been tough. Um, it's been tough even to this day. Like the videos I see of him, you know, there was one day I was out of town singing, and right before it was time for me to go to the to the to the place, I just had a moment. I just couldn't move. I was just crying in my room, and my my wife walked up, and she was like. I said, I don't think I want to go sing. You know, I, I don't I don't think I want to go sing. Because the truth of the matter is, I really didn't have the time to grieve because I was trying to get the families to cooperate, make sure the funeral was planned. I had to sing at the funeral. I had to do all of this stuff. So I didn't have the proper time to, like, cry and get it out. So it's like now I'm grieving. It's like they're hitting me in stages. There are moments where I look and I'll be laughing. And then there are moments I'll see a video and... I'm no good for about a good, you know, I just, just need my own. I just need, you know, so it comes in stages, but you know, his, his, we've made, instead of it being negative, we made it into a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, we decided to just, you know, keep his name alive and, you know, whatever I can do, you know, as you can see, I did with American Idol, I dedicated my audition to him, you know, because he was the reason why, I kept singing anyway. You know, I wasn't gonna sing no more. I was, I was done. I was seriously done. I told DJ I'm not doing this no more because I felt like half of me had been taken. Yeah. Even though he was my nephew, my only nephew, I felt like he was my child because we took care of him like he was our own. You know, so I felt like my voice had been taken. You know, so. What's up, everyone? It's your girl Abby Knight checking in here. Are you tired of feeling gassy and bloated? No problem. I got the perfect solution for you. Check it out. Bioptimizers is a company that's been optimizing internal gut health for years now. They use the highest quality of enzymes and probiotics in the market, and they're clinically proven to get the job done. They're made in the USA, GMP certified, and manufacturing COA. Don't believe me? Try it out for yourself. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. That's right. 365-day money-back guarantee. I started using these two years ago and I never looked back. Believe me, they get the job done. So make sure you guys go check them out www.bioptimizers.com and use code ABBY10 for discount at checkout. That's www.bioptimizers.com. Use code ABBY, A-B-B-I-E-1-0 for discount at checkout. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Yeah, yeah. Turn on the Abby Nights Morning Show as soon as you get out of bed. Yo, it's your boy Mooski. What up? This your boy Lil Durk. Yeah, and we're so excited. You know what it is. Every weekend, weekend, for the best morning party in the city. And it's crazy because when yeah. all that happened, and, and it, I mean, we all experience life in different ways. We all experience tragedy at some point. And I remember trying to figure out what to say you know, when I was going to reach out to you. And it's kind of like, other than sending someone your condolences and your prayers and trying to send love, there's just no words. There's no right thing to say Nothing. in a moment Nothing. like that, other than yeah. to just let you know that you're loved and you're in our thoughts and to, to just try to keep, you know, those going through it uplifted because 
I just, I don't even know how you did it because you still stayed super public with everything that you're doing, making sure that, you know, you're still making appearances, trying to sing. People don't understand. Being a singer, I don't, everybody sees singers and they don't go up to athletes and be like, hey, can you do a backhand spring or can you go like sprint 100 yards? To singers, it's always like, oh, can you sing? Can you sing? Can you sing? And yes. people forget that yes. through moments like that in life, you have to find a way to barrel through it and put on your game face and go out and, and act like everything's okay and then come off stage and deal with your reality, you know, outside mm -hmm. of the public eye. And it's a really, really hard balance to maintain consistently. So I really commend you on that, Tyler, because Thank you've been you. so gracious along the way and making sure Thank that you're you. also sending the love back to your family. So mm -hmm. I applaud you, I commend you like, I've told you many times I you. adore you. You know, it was, it's Thank crazy. You. I was so happy to have come, you know, across you when I did and and to watch your journey and to see how humble you stayed because then in the midst of, of all this, didn't you end up in the hospital at one point too? So I ended up also in the midst of, I ended up where I, I should have went to the hospital, but I actually went to the doctor and they told me that, um, I have open arms. Mm -hmm. So they told me I wouldn't be able to sing for three months. And I was just like, oh, God, come on now. Vulcan nodules, nephew passed away. Then my grandfather passed away. I was like, can it get any worse? Can it get any worse? And they told me that if I if the volcanologist grew and became an issue, I would have to get surgery. But as my grandmother would say, ain't nobody putting on me. So I was just like, no, we're not, well, I'm not doing that. And so the power of prayer and doing the things that you do, you know, vocal rest and trying to rest as much as I could. And before you know it, even when I was singing in my nephew's home going, I was not supposed to be singing because technically I was supposed to be on vocal rest. You see but that. nothing was gonna nothing was gonna stop me from doing what I did to him when I would rock. That's the only way I can get him to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. That was the only way I could get him to go. He was always answering his eyes, Lord, his eyes. Those eyes would get you every time. He wanted to see whatever he wanted to know, whatever everything was going on. He wanted to know what was going on. He had to, he just had to be nosy. And one day I just started singing Whitney Houston to him. And I said, okay, I know how to get you to go to sleep. I'm just going to sing to you. And so I just rock him and just sing to him. And he looked at me and I looked at him. And I kiss his nose in my nose. So I had to get up there and sing. And I found out that while I was singing, I became more stronger singing than I probably would have just sitting there, you know. Because when I saw them in the casket, I was like, this is not, this ain't real. Mm -hmm. I just was like, this is a movie. But then when I saw them in that casket, I said, this is real. This, this, this is, they're gone. Yeah. You know, so to sing and to do what I did, it gave me some type of comfort. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, doing everything in their name. And I mean, look, yeah. you see God, that is just, for, okay, once again, for people that don't know Tyler, please break down to everybody why your faith is so important. Cause we <laughs> see you, if, if you follow if you follow Tyler, you Woo! see he praises, he speaks in tongues all the time. He's out That's here right. just, look, spreading <laughs> the word. Okay, so That's right. Know, why is this such an important part of your foundation in your life? 
Because my, my faith is the reason I'm alive right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jesus, Jesus told us in his word, he said, I come that you may have life, have it more abundant. A lot of times people find they stuff, they try to find life and joy in material things or in people. Let me tell you something, people will let you down today, build you up tomorrow, talk about you the next day. I put my trust in only him. And you know what the thing about him is? I've never seen him, never seen him, but I know he's real. I feel him, I hear him talk to me. I've seen miracles, I've seen him do great things in my life. Nobody can come to me with all of the proof they try to pull up. God ain't real, well, you got you got to come better than that. Cause he done been real in me and he's been real in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people, I wouldn't be even with my nephew's passing if it wasn't for my prayer life and being grounded and raised in a solid, on a solid foundation around people in my family that were strong in their faith, I would not be the time I am today. You know what I'm saying? That when I I remember when I tried to commit suicide, um, because I was bullied in school. Mm -hmm. People used to bully me because um, I, I've been preaching since I was nine years old. So like I had basically given away my childhood for ministry. So a lot of people used to think, I, you know, call me gay. A lot of people told me I was ugly, told me that my lips was, because my lips was always big. They've always been full from my dad. So I used to be bullied tremendously in school. And I said, ain't no need of me giving, you know. And it's a funny story because the way it happened, I remember I went in the bathroom, grabbed them bottles of those, uh, I think it was uh, high blood pressure pills or whatever they were. They was an orange bottle. And I remember I dumped them on the bed, but the pills was too big to swallow. So I put them back in the bottle and put them back in the can. And I said, uh, yeah, we're not doing this today. You know, and from that day, I learned the power of prayer and how I don't have to seek validation from people when Christ has already validated me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what keeps me going. Let me tell you, the, the, I still get critics. Trust me. I still get <laughs> folks that try to come on my lives and say stuff about me and say stuff to me. But you know what? The thing that, the thing that keeps me is I know I done found out who I am. And because I found out who I am, I stopped seeking validation from people a long time ago. Therefore, if people try to call me out or try to be negative or if they're jealous and try to tear me down, it doesn't affect me anyway because I never was seeking your validation anyway. My validation comes from Jesus Christ alone. And that, that's what my career is. That's what my career will always be based upon. No matter where I go, how far I go, I will always resort back to Jesus Christ because when nobody was there, he was there and continues to be there, even when I walk away and do what I want to do, he still remains the same. So, there you go. Kids can be so awful. Oh, I yeah. Say, I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've been down that journey with you. I wasn't preaching, but yes. I've been bullied bad, and I, I've I've dealt with yes. the lot. So, I, man, they don't understand what that does. It was horrible. Because you carry some of those things into adulthood. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I definitely have carried some of those things into adulthood. Yes. And for parents yes. out there, please teach your kids to do better. Okay, when they see yes. better, they do yes. better. And there's no such thing in, in judging or color or where your financial stance is in life based on what you wear and what you do. So that is, I can't believe you were bullied like that. But you know what I will say to you, Tyler? Is you know you're doing something when you got the haters coming through mm -hmm. trying to put you down. That's because right. That's really right. When, 
if if they dislike you that much, why are they taking time out of their day to find your social, to jump on your live, to then type out something super negative? Like, you must be a really unhappy person to do that <laughs> much and go that far yeah. to try to bring somebody else down. I'm sorry, but misery likes company and it ain't going to be me. So um, all I can say is I'm excited for you. I'm glad that you are living and shining bright. Let's talk about American Idol. That audition was insane. I was going to ask you what that song meant to you because Whitney Houston, baby, ain't nothing to play with. But you, you took on that task and you were like, today, in this moment, I'm going to just let him move through me. And um, it was incredible. You had Katy Perry in tears. She had, she had <laughs> snot bubbles and everything. So yes. <laughs> let's talk about what that moment felt like for you first of all why american idol there's other platforms the voice who what when where why break down well um a lot of people wanted me to do this show called sunday Best. nothing wrong with sunday Best. it is a gospel show it's actually a show where i really would fit in because i do gospel music mm -hmm. but um a lot of people don't realize i didn't try to dish for american idol mm -hmm. i didn't want to you know what I'm saying? I was fine doing what I was doing. But uh, they reached out to me after the Rance Island video. And they were like, hey, we saw your video. We need you to, you should consider auditioning. So I was like, okay. And because what people don't realize is they came to Mobile one time. And I sent in a virtual audition, but I didn't make it in. So I was just like, well, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. But... I did. I auditioned. I signed up. There was a church member at the time who told me about it on Facebook. So I said, okay, well, maybe I really need to try this. I signed up. I did the first couple of uh, auditions. And then they told me, you made it to the second round of auditions. I said, okay. Made it through that round. They said, all right, you are going to the actual audition. That's going to count if you go to LA. And uh, I said, okay. And so when they called me and told me I made it, we were going out of time, me and my wife. And I remember I just started screaming and hollering, oh my God, I made it, I made it, I made it, I made it, I can't wait. And I got to Austin, Texas, and my voice went out on me. Oh, voice, it was my allergies. And you know, in Texas, it's hot and it's dry heat. Mm -hmm. So I was drinking water on top of water, nothing was working, nothing was working. And so I was like, nah, Lord, I know you ain't gonna be all the way out here. Just to, come on now. And then I got to sing Whitney Houston song too. And the key that I had it in was comfortable, but I was like, I'm not gonna be able to sing it in that key. So I ended up having to knock it down two keys. And uh, <laughs> I said, okay, well, if this meant to be, we'll do it. I, I really did just see how far I could go, to be honest with you. And, and I didn't believe I was gonna make it. I didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought they were going to say, he took churches, so no. But that goes to show you what I know. I went and I auditioned and I walked in that room and they. I saw them and I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, do not be a groupie. Do not be a groupie. Do not have a groupie <laughs> moment. Don't have a groupie moment. Don't have a groupie moment. You've done this before. This is professionalism. Act like you have been here for years. So, act like you know. So I'm struggling not to freak out. 
Yeah. And so I walked in like I knew them. I was just like, hey, peoples, you know, like I knew them. And so they, they asked me, you know, what I was doing, what I was dedicating, you know, what what I was singing. Told them I was doing Whitney Houston. I believe in you and me, dedicated to my nephew. And uh, when I started singing, Abby, it was as if, I ain't gonna say it was as if, because it wasn't, it wasn't me. I kind of described the feeling that came over me. It was as if God stepped in me, which I know he did. And it was like, I sat on the side and God sung through me. I had no voice, but when I opened my mouth, even though it was, if, if you hear it, of course, people were critiquing saying, oh my goodness, you know, he's in the kitchen and stuff. But what nobody, people don't realize is this. What, what I did, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't able to do that much. So to be able to sing it and then to get the reaction I did from Katie and all the judges, you know what I'm saying? It was a dream come true. It was, it was like, wow, this is really happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I am Noah's uncle, and here I am on a show where millions of people are watching, going to watch this, mm-hmm. and I'm representing my one-year-old nephew. Mm-hmm. What better way than to give a tribute than that? I just got goosebumps. There's no better so, way. What a beautiful No better story. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? And then you got that yeah. golden ticket. I saw that picture, too. <laughs> I got that golden Holding ticket. Yeah, I was just proud. like, ah! And I was like, oh my goodness. Did you do that? It was so funny. <laughs> yes, I did. And what's crazy is when you if you watch this this the uh first season or the first episode of it when I'm in it, they show me why I ran in the room and fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I started rolling around. I was like, oh Jesus, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. It was such a great moment. What what was it like for you? I know that you just described what it was like walking in, but what was it like having to actually have a conversation and really meet them and have to make eye contact? <laughs> and to see Katie's reaction trying. afterwards like that, like how do you, did you feel awkward making eye contact a little bit? Like I did that? I moved so, like that? So after I started singing, I was like, oh shoot. I felt like a little more comfortable than what I did when I first walked in, because I wasn't—I was nervous. I ain't gonna lie, I was nervous. But after I started singing, I was like, "Oh shoot!" I'm actually talking to these like they hear the comments that they gave me. I was like, "We have legends sitting in front of me, and all they keep saying is, 'I'm a star. I did this right. I did that right. I did things that I have been practicing for years. I finally see that it paid off.' So, with that being said," Practice makes perfect. And even though I was still going through, I was going through a challenge that day, it still showed my professionalism that I was able to do the works of a great singer. Even though I could hit the note, I knew I couldn't at that moment. So I, I used another avenue, you know, to still show off that I can do this. And they, they were able to see that. They were able to see the picture I painted. They were able to relate to the song. They could feel my pain. You know what I'm saying? So everything that I planned on doing, when I walked in there painting the picture, uh, relating the story to them, letting them see what I'm experiencing, letting them feel what I feel, letting them hear my story in my in my voice, all of it was a success. So kudos. Kudos, kudos. to you. Uh, one thing that I want people to understand from a vocal standpoint, it's very important to be on key. 
I mean, we all oh, do yeah. this. As a singer, you know, that that's nothing to play with. However, yes, what makes and... a difference between a good singer and a great artist is someone that has the ability to also translate that raw emotion vocally and have the ability to move people. And a lot of times, even Christina Aguilera has said it when she's done interviews, that when she recorded Beautiful, there were so many imperfections and she's such a technically perfect singer when she records. And even when she performs, she always talks about how, you know, she's been super critical of herself. They were telling her that that was one of the most beautiful parts because it felt honest and raw and real. And that is is why I was telling you it's so commendable. You're going through all this. And in that moment, it had to be hard for you to also keep it together oh, yeah. because of what you're doing, what the purpose was for, what it meant to you. And to still be able to channel that and still sing the way you did without your, your voice just totally cutting out on you and be able to come out of it the way that you did and moving them the way you did. It is just, just beautiful. Just nothing yeah. but applause for you. I listen, I, I know I told you like we, we know each other our whole lives, but we haven't, but you guys, I text her and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Yes. 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 So just, many people was like, yay. yay, yay. <laughs> I mean, my phone was just flooded. Oh yeah. my God. It was so many. I thought it was something. Let's top that one. I mean, the people, Mobile, my hometown, they were just like, I mean, the support that I got from my hometown. And then I had other states. I got people across sea talking about, we're, we're going to vote for you. We're going to vote for you. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I thank God for the gift. I truly do. Yeah. I, I do. You've had an incredible story so far. But I think this yes. is going to be one of the best chapters in your life going forward yeah. because you have so yeah. much to give and you're so humble about it, too. Yes, goodness. I'm sure Have a lot of be. people are asking, too, where, where's the new music at, Tyler? Yes. When the album yes, coming I'm out? I'm working on we're one. We're trying to find I'm out. Look, it's going to be like the Rihanna <laughs> thing. Where's the album at? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to You've already released one single. We heard that. We need something else. So I am currently working on a song that I uh, ended up writing after knowing the past. Uh, I'll give you the name of Abby. You'll be the first to know. It's called More to Life. Um, and it just tip, it simply talks about how uh, in the song, I'm just basically saying that there's more to life for me. And so how I, when you feel like, you know, things come from a time when you literally would feel like it's, no, it's not worth living anymore. What am I worth being on? What, what is my point for being on earth? But you know, that song, God gave me that song one day when I was in my shower during my grievance stage after I lost my grandfather. And I was just like, I can't, how many more things can be taken from me? And you know, God spoke to me and said, there's more for you. There's more to this life for you. And he, I wrote that. And so I'm in the process of recording it. A sweet, simple song, you know, I think it's going to come across well. You can keep on force to say it's gospel, but I'm getting more of an inspirational. It's going to inspire a lot of people to live. Uh, my mom, when, my, when her grandbaby, my nephew passed, my mother did not want to live anymore. You know, we used to have to make my mother come out of the room, come out of the house. She didn't want to, she stopped eating. All she did was cry and post about them. And I was like, yeah, you got to, you still got children here. You can't die. You got kids. You got a whole third grader you got to raise. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so I'm going to need you to come on out. And so I wrote this song. 
in memory of my grandfather, but really in memory of my, my nephew and his mom. And so I can't wait to release it. I can't wait. Oh, we're really planning on releasing it by the, by the spring, if not spring, the latest, the summer. So wow. this year. So it's going to be great. I can't wait to hear it. And you want to send, you better send it to us. Okay. We're oh, trying yeah. to support you. Most, All right. Most definitely, girl. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> so what is the dream yeah. at this point, Tyler? After everything you've been through, big picture, if you could have it your way, what's the dream? I want to be a traveling, I want to be an international traveling artist. I want to travel this globe and share my gift with the world. I want to be on stages. I want to be on platforms. I've, I've been on a lot, but there, I know there's a lot more out there. Um, I want to be able to be that artist that's not just like, oh my God, he got all the following, he got, he's famous. I want to be that artist who's a Christian who can, I want to be able to establish credibility that not everybody has to be vulgar, has to be, you know, crazy out here, that there are some artists that have common sense. There are some artists that believe in Jesus Christ. And there are some artists that can sing, but also have a good time, even in my faith. You know what I'm saying? And I believe I'm, I'm establishing that now that people are coming to my social media sites, they see he's not only saved, he's not only holding those film, but he loves to laugh because I am good thing. He loves to joke. <laughs> he loves to joke. He loves to. He's a comedian in his own right. He loves his wife. You know, I'm faithful to my wife. You know, we're planning on children. He's a great father. You know what I'm saying? And I also want people to see that I'm human. You know, I don't have it all together. I have mistakes. I have flaws. But it's not the flaws that make me who I am. It's the fact that I learn from my mistakes and get up from when I fall that makes me the person I am today. So that's my dream. I want to travel this globe. You know, of course, that, that's the business side of it. That's the money side of it. But at the end of the day, even with accumulating all of that, I want to be known as a man that represents Jesus Christ and a man that can help somebody that needs to be helped. That's my dream. And I feel like American Idol is going to get me there. I feel like they're giving me this opportunity. So I'm just thankful to have the gift. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's always yeah. so much fun talking to you. So listen, before we go, we have okay. this game that we play called Talks Confessions. Oh, God. <laughs> Five questions. You ready for it? Yes. It's, it's not going to be too bad. Don't worry. Nothing too bad. Okay. Okay. Right, here we go. What is your favorite movie genre? Mm. Comedy. Nice. What is the one thing you excelled at in school? <laughs> uh, it'll be probably language arts. I'll say, you know, language arts. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Reading. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite or funniest Halloween costume? When I dressed up as Iron Man, my seventh grade year, yes, Lord. Okay. I dressed up as Iron Man and tried to feed myself chips through the mask. Yes. Wow, how'd that yes. work out? Uh, it didn't go too well. Chips was all in my face, you know, and when I took the mask off, they crumbled everywhere. So, yeah, very embarrassing. Yeah. A costume with a surprise. I love it. Which of your past birthdays was your favorite? Ooh, um, uh, 2020, yeah, 2020, when I released my single. 
and I had a single release party or a single release uh, thing, and I sang that night. So that was probably my favorite one. I had a bunch of people come out. It was that was my favorite. September 11, twenty twenty. Sounds amazing. Yes, come on, birthday. What is your dream job? Singing, singing. Uh, the road, the road, baby. Yep, the highway, <laughs> the highway or the airway. <laughs> the highway way. to success. Yeah. You gonna get there. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. I know it because you got it. You got that yeah. X factors they like to call it. So. It's been so incredible getting to catch up with you, Tyler. You know, yes. I just absolutely adore you. You're one of my my favorite people. And I can't wait to oh, see how man. this unfolds for you on American Idol. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to have my little poster. Talk Thank about you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'll be cheering you on all along Thank the way. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Make sure you stay safe out there. Kill it I on will. the show. I know you're going to do your thing. Uh, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Make sure you don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Abby Night Show. Wake your ass up. It's time for the Abbey Nights Morning Show, the best show in the city.